Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer the question, what am I reading this week? For the free video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. Follows are free, and they keep you up to date with everything that I release all about your favorite stuff. Comic books, top five lists, Comic-Con, cosplay, all that good stuff. If you want to pledge at the $1 tier, you get access to exclusive stuff. And if you go to the $2 tier, I'll actually mail you a curated comic book straight from my collection. I think it's worth it. Patreon.com slash VMCampos. This is the series where I review a comic book, new or old, from my collection in the following five dimensions. The cover art, the interior art, the plot, and the enjoyability of the book on a scale of one to five. This week I'm reading Tales from the Creep, number one, published by Antarctic Press in 2015. Happy Halloween, everyone! We made it! It's Halloween time. Time to go get your candy. Go to the good neighborhoods where they give you the full-sized bar. Or how about you be a good neighbor and give some good candy? All of this month, what I've been doing is reviewing a comic book. A horror anthology comic book every day of the month. And on the fifth week of October, we've got the final comic, Tales from the Creep, number one. As of this episode, there have been only two issues of this comic book. Number one published in February 2015, and number two published in September 2015. There weren't any other comics in this series after that so far. Why not tweet at Antarctic Press and let them know we want more Tales from the Creep? I saw it on VM Campos's podcast. So I've had a fun time this month reviewing an anthology series for Halloween, and this is one from the 2010s, so that genre is still alive, pun intended, since the 40s to the new millennium, a horror anthology comic, and that's what I'm reviewing this week. Starting off with the cover. Okay, let's get right to the chase. Um, This cover has a lot of great assets, that many people might find very interesting. Well, of course, the most important part of it is the zombie coming at the uh, heroine. Um, This is kind of hilarious. This is a classic trope. This is a conquistador helmeted zombie with its cutlass uh, coming at the heroine. Uh, He's rising from the water. This is like the Lucio Fulci um, zombie movie. Uh, just what you know where where are we finding the Spanish conquistador um, and there's a girl uh, nearly skinny dipping in an idyllic scene and so the cover is pretty cool it goes into the genre of parody in terms of tales from the crypt plus creepy magazine the font on the word creepy is very evocative i like that the idyllic colorization is nice the posing and anatomy of the characters is very good this cover is by joe white i give it a five out of five it's a painterly style it's got some good detail some good shading it's very evocative it's fun it's wacky Uh, it works so i'll give it a good review 
The interior art. Well, there are a variety of stories in this comic. After all, it's an anthology. We've got various art and story duties by Brian Keane, Mike Oliveri, Ben Dunn, Joe White, David Hutchison, and Fred Perry. All the interior art is in black and white. Some of it is like a stark black and white, which works well. Some of it seems like it might have been originally in color, but then it was uh, reduced to, to grayscale. Uh, but the stories that are in pure black and white, I think they work very well. The first story especially, it's, it's um, reminiscent of The Walking Dead, but with a sort of a different motif going on about these survivors having to pull together after the zombie apocalypse there's of course jerks in their ranks um it, the story ends in a cliffhanger the art is very good the anatomy the the sense of scenery is great there's a mixture of realism with cartooniness the next story junker this art style is really interesting in terms of its very lithe the line work is very thin it's a very sparsely drawn book. And there's, of course, some horrible stuff that happens after these kids break a car. So this is sort of like shades of the movie Christine, where there's an evil car. There's something evil in the car. It kills one of the friends, possibly kills or possesses or something. And the line work in that is, again, very thin, sort of a clean line style. I think it works pretty well in contrast with the previous story. The next story after that is Africa Corpse. This is the classic war stories. Now, I'm wondering, why does Antarctic Press have such a fascination with World War II, Nazi-era stuff? It's, I always kind of felt it was kind of weird. Why, why do they publish so much of that stuff? And I don't really read any of it to really know which side they're on, but of course I hope that they're on the Allies' side in their stories. Anyway, this next story is Africa Corpse and it's got uh, zombie Nazis. There's a wonderful panel where one of the characters, Corporal Baker, this is all happening in, in Northern Africa. So after, um, after the Desert Fox, I suppose, uh, Corporal Baker is uh, lighting up a, a cigarette and there's a great shot of a zombie coming out of the darkness as the Corporal lights up his his cigarette. I think it's very evocative. And there's the zombies coming out of the out of the water, and then there's the gunplay. It works very, very well. So overall, the art is also a, a five out of five. There's a great variety of realistic stuff, cartoony stuff. Some of the cartooniest stuff is zombie Little Miss Muffet, and instead of eating her porridge and whey, she's uh, eating the spider itself. And then there's like these short little zombie fails. And those are drawn very cute, very cartoony, very detailed. There's a, a cameo by the brain from Pinky and the Brain. So the art is nice. It's got a good variety. It does what it can in black and white. And therefore, you will get a good sense of what can be done without the trappings of color. Although, like I said, a few of them feel like they could have been done in full color and then reduced to grayscale. The plot. Well, there's several plots. It's an anthology book, after all. Uh, we have the little short vignettes of the zombie fails. These are one-panel gags that work very well. Those are fun. Little Miss Muffet, well, uh, there's no plot at all there, except for, yeah, she's a zombie. She ate the, 
Spider. Africa Corpse is very interesting, although it is one of the to be continued stories. So you gotta go to issue number two to see what that's like. And Junker, it's a self-contained story. I like how it ends in terms of a, a super kind of twist at the end and it's uh, pretty scary and there's no continuation and I'm fine with that. The first story about to fight with monsters. That one's another one that ends in a cliffhanger. That one continues in a much more brutal story in issue number two. Uh, definitely not safe for work. This one also has a lot of bad language overall. It's the zombie apocalypse, nerves are fraying, and so forth. So the stories, I give them a 4 out of 5. There's a lot of zombie stuff in the book that's kind of played out. You know, by 2015, The Walking Dead was at its apex. Now we're at its nadir. You learned a word today. And so this comic was trying to capitalize on that trend now. No knock on them, but uh, Antarctic Press does a very good job of capitalizing on every single trend. There's the steampunk that they got into, zombies, and just weird stuff like Time Lincoln. Hilarious. In his final hour, he lived a lifetime. Anyway, but the main story. Yeah, it's a four out of five. The stories are enjoyable. They're a little played out because we're in such a, a zombie genre in 2015, but still enjoyable. So that means the enjoyability of the book overall also is a four out of five. Now let's be a little bit more generous. It's a four and a half out of five, my very first half rating. The cover is really evocative, I like it. The art inside is overall very good and works very well with the genre. And everything adds up to a four and a half. And then these hilarious house ads for Antarctic Press, again like Time Lincoln, basically Abraham Lincoln, and is a and his time traveler team battle such threats as the tyrant of time void stalin myth hitler and apocalypse mao so just for those sorts of things antarctic press never fails so enjoyability is pretty good as well And there you go, that was the final horror anthology in a month of horror comic books there's still so many examples of them out there that exist that are in my collection that I'd love to share with you. But a whole month of scary stuff is quite enough, I would say. If you want to see the comic book I've been talking about, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. You can watch that for free. If you like what I do and want to contribute, one dollar will work great. And if you want a little something back at the two dollar range, I will mail you a comic book from my curated collection. This week, I read Tales from the Creep, number one, published by Antarctic Press in 2015. This has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.